Hi everyone, Asia here. If you'd like an easy way to keep up with everything going on at Here Home, sign up for our email list at weareherehome.com slash subscribe or click the link in the show notes to join the family. recording from the beautiful District Live studios here with producer John here in Savannah, Georgia. I'm Asia Woods, your resident professional people gatherer and the founder of Here Home, which is a lifestyle brand where we focus on all things home related. We host events, we've got products, content, resources, the works. On today's episode, we chat with Monica Bryant. She is a real estate advisor with Engel and Volkers. Engel and Volkers, that's a tongue twister, you'll notice that throughout the episode. (laughs) And an overall fabulous person with an equally fabulously adventurous life story. My mom and I chat with Monica about how she moved from Germany to the United States as a teenager and how sometimes people maybe need to rethink the culture that they're born into. We talk about how to upgrade your home to feel more luxurious, whether you're renting or owning. And of course, interior design style, home ownership. It's full of laughs and information, and we had such a nice time recording. Monica has graciously agreed to do a Q&A with us in the subscriber-only content. So if you're interested in that, send us your questions on Instagram, send us a DM at wearehearhome, and we'll get some of those questions answered for you in the upcoming episode. And with that said, please enjoy this conversation with Monica. <laughs> so I feel like an awesome place to start would be just how we came to meet this lovely, fun woman we have across from us, She's Monica. So fun. <laughs> She's so fun. <laughs> Who met her first? Was this dad? Yeah, dad. dad. Wow, we have to give him credit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Good job, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> dad and John. Yeah, oh, yeah, at a Born and Blues event, probably. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We met them, Mimi and I met them in some restaurant at the bar. Oh, mm-hmm. I know where you were. You're in the, um, is it called the, the, is it called the Atlantic or something? Talking to oh. Mike. Oh, Artsley. Artsley. That's what it was. Artsley Station. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Fabulous restaurant, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we started talking, and then they mentioned bourbon and cigars, and I was like, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me. Hello. When, where? <laughs> and so I went to the first event. Mm-hmm. And it was fabulous. And then I went to the second event, and it was fabulous. Yeah. And I saw you at the first event. You were working. Probably, yeah, probably. Yeah, I was probably working. I the saw event. you. That okay. was at um at that coffee place. Oh yes, no, I didn't go to the Cohen's oh, one. Okay, Cohen's was the first one. Yeah, the, the, my the second first one. one was. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. Now. I feel like Origin I don't Coffee, remember. that coffee place. Yeah, on, I don't remember. Okay. The Clyde. Was, the Clyde. Yeah. The Clyde. Yes. yes. Um, where it was the bartender yes. competition. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was my first one mm-hmm. to go to. And it's funny because I remember, because then, and then you guys connected. Yes. Because dad was uh-huh. like, oh, I have this fun friend. She's so fun. She's so mm-hmm. cool. And then what? Instagram probably. Then you guys probably. got dinner. And then we had dinner. And then we had dinner. Yeah. Monica's one of those type of people where you ever meet somebody who you feel like you know them. Yeah. Even though it's your first time meeting, but you feel like, oh, I've I've known her. You know, we've <laughs> been, friend, we've been friends for a long you. time. <laughs> I can't speak for others, but I think so. Yeah, I, I can. Totally some people, see that. I just, you know, it's, it's like that hug. I think. Yes. Yeah. It's when I, I'm a hugger yeah. and mm-hmm. I hug anybody if they want to or not. You know, <laughs> doesn't matter. You know, they either turn blue or get really stiff. Uh. Eventually, they loosen up. <laughs> but. For me, that that's a connection. Yeah, that's when I meet people, mm-hmm. and you know, some people just don't connect, and that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But a lot of people, that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, regardless, I'm so happy that you're here and you agreed to come chat with Absolutely. us today because you have such an interesting story. And so we got dinner a couple weeks ago, and we heard a little bit of it. And I'm just excited for everyone to learn more about you and your work and just your ethos. You're just a fun person overall. So I feel like I want to start with learning a little bit about your story, where you're from, how you got here. Um, and maybe we can start with when we had dinner, you mentioned something that I was like, oh, there's something there. You said like, so you grew up in Germany and uh-huh. you were like, I never quite felt like I belonged there. And then you moved to America. So like, what, what was that all about? Why did you feel That's that way? That's a weird one. My mom and I actually talked about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a regular upbringing. I grew up in professional sports. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have like friends to go out with as a kid or play. I was always training or in, in competitions. And I was around just adults 
mm-hmm. my entire life. But everybody in Germany, okay, I can't say that. Not everybody in Germany. <laughs> a lot of times I experience per- people in Germany to have a very narrow mindset. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's very structured. Mm-hmm. Like you go to the grocery store, you don't wear sweats, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's like you dress up. It's just a standard that we have in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um and but the mindset is always my mom always would say, "Well, what the neighbors say?" Mm. And I don't care what the neighbors say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not paying my bills. It's very know, American of you. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I couldn't figure it out. I just felt out of place. I never felt like I fit in or belonged mm-hmm. mm-hmm. till the first time I came to America. I was 18 mm-hmm. and I came as a nanny, which I sucked at. Um, <laughs> but I came and I felt when I got off the plane, for the first time that I could breathe. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's And it was the weirdest feeling, and I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And I think what it was for me here, you can be yourself. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want. I was so amazed. You know, you could go to the grocery store at 3 in the morning in your pajamas and rolls in the hair, mm-hmm. and nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. no one's going to bat me. You know, I mean, preferably I don't roll around <laughs> in my, you know, pajamas and rollers. But I could, and mm-hmm. nobody cared. That that's freedom. Yeah, you know? and people were nice, and some of their, you know, them are superficially nice, but it's still nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's... it was very welcoming and open minded, and I think that is what was so refreshing for me. Yeah, nice. did you grow up like watching American movies? Like, did you always feel like okay, I'm gonna get off that plane, and you knew it was gonna be well, like that? Well, actually, my dad was the culprit. It's okay. all his fault. Um, mm-hmm. When he was young um, in Germany. The males, I don't know if they still do, but they have to um, have military service. Mm-hmm. And when they turn 18, they have a year or two. He went to the Air Force and worked in the early warning Air Force system or something. And they sent him here to the States in the 60s mm-hmm. for a year for training. So he lived here at a young age in his 20s in America in the 60s. Nobody does that. Yeah. And he had the most amazing experiences. And my whole life growing up, I was heard these stories. Wow. So I had this vision of this wonderland in my head. Mm-hmm. And I think the seed was planted by my dad already. Mm-hmm. And then at 18, there was some things going on. And I was like, I, I need a break. I need to go somewhere. I need to run away and experience life mm-hmm. in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend that just came back from San Diego, and she was a nanny there. Not a good environment, but she connected me with somebody. So I didn't go through an agency. I didn't have the protection. (laughs) I just went on my own. (laughs) You went independent. I did. Yeah. I'm I'm super special. It It is is. gutsy. It's a little dumb sometimes. No, but it's just so gutsy. And I I think that's, that's the thing I find. Like, you're not the only one. I, you know, um, I've had like African friends and like, you know, European friends. Mm. We just like strike out on their own when they're young, just like go to a whole different country and like, okay, make this work. And I think that's so cool. I I would never, I'm just too chicken to do that. (laughs) I mean, I travel and stuff like that, but Mm -hmm. to just pack up and just move someplace without a plan, woof. But my dad, you know, was the driving force almost a little bit because he says, go live, go see the world. Yeah, that's nice. And he always said, I'm just a phone call away. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that gave me the the, the peace that if something goes wrong, I have a phone call and I'm good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have a fallback plan. That's true. Yeah. And so, yeah, I came here, couldn't complete a sentence of English. And that was fun. That's amazing. It is. Yeah. Interesting. I love that you're talking about this because so I got this book called so it's written by damon dominique and if you guys know him he's a amazing like travel youtuber blogger new author he wrote a book called uh how to be a global citizen or you are a global citizen you are a global citizen mm-hmm. i think that's the title of it i'll link it in the show notes <laughs> but he talks about how we should really like rethink where we want to live even in terms of our nationality mm-hmm. because the concept is like we're all just born mm-hmm. into these families, into these states, and these countries that we have no choice over, but we just show up. But what if we're growing up when you realize, you know, I think my personality jives better with people in this country yeah. or this country and whatever, and we should feel empowered and, like, the government should support it. I mean, this is an ideal world. Yes. Or whatever. <laughs> That that uh that we should be able to explore these other places and see if we want to go somewhere else that feels more like home. And I don't think, especially like like I never thought about that growing up. Really, like, hmm, do I really jive with 
what we do here in America. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll go try another country. But I love that you mentioned that because that's what you did. You were like, I don't know. This is this is my this is my long term. And you went somewhere else. That's and very it's cool. It's funny because, you know, I don't know. I, and I, I literally fault my dad for this. He, he put the spirit in me mm-hmm. um, of, of no fear. Mm-hmm. And just go. If you fail, you know, you get back up. I love you that. You dust though. yourself That's up. Awesome. You know, you fall, you bust your knee, put a bandaid on it. So mm-hmm. what? Um, but live. And, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, you like, you know, pasta or pizza. Mm-hmm. Go to Italy. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. it is so refreshing and so so eye-opening to go to a different culture and meet different people mm-hmm. and different experiences. It is so important in, in, in developing who we are. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And... And I, I think that's a, that's a great gift that you could get from your parents, right? That was a gift mm-hmm, that your yeah. dad gave you that, okay, you know what? You have this, this permission to go explore, and mm-hmm. I want you to do that. Yeah. And I'm right here, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. But go and do that for yourself. I love that. He's yeah. given me the freedom to live. Mm-hmm. And that is, is so powerful. Yeah. yeah. And I'm eternally grateful for that yeah. because how my life turned out. And we all go through struggles, and we mm-hmm. all have ups and downs. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that was always easy. Um, as a matter of fact, it wasn't, mm-hmm. but it formed who I am. Mm-hmm. It formed who I became as a woman. It formed who I became as a mother. Mm-hmm. It formed who I became as a friend. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe one day if I get lucky as a partner, as a wife, mm-hmm. it, it, it forms you. I remember I had a friend that when I lived in Seattle, she had never left the state. Mm-hmm. I know lots of people like that who yeah, never left. Yeah, we were in our thirties. Like mm-hmm. She had not been to Portland. She had not been to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. She had never. She doesn't like to fly. She's never flown, mm-hmm. yeah. but she doesn't like to fly. Oh, oh, um, <laughs> okay. And then she doesn't like to drive, so she doesn't drive further than thirty minutes. Yeah, her whole world mm-hmm. is in a thirty-minute radius. Yeah, she I know has never like explored mm-hmm. anything else. Never seen anything else. I mean, you've never been in Hawaii barefoot on the beach walking through the waves mm-hmm. in the sand. You have never smelled the air coming when the airplane mm-hmm. door opens and you walk out. You have never seen that. Mm-hmm. Or in your, I mean, I can't imagine living a life and yeah. dying and yeah. never left the town I was born in. Yeah, I can't imagine that either. I can't either, either. But yeah, for some people, that's their bubble is their content and that's it. But, yeah, their, you know, their life is in a so many little square foot radius, square yeah. mile radius, you know just their kind of neighborhood and you know a lot of times and this is what really blows my mind about that it's like a lot of times well even like her like Seattle and Vancouver's right there Portland's right there you know all those things when we moved to Pennsylvania I remember you know from Washington you're saying from Washington we were in Washington state we moved across to Pennsylvania we lived in the same place (laughs) Um, and um you know you were three years old Asia Evan Mm -hmm. was a baby and it was before, you know, the cell phones and GPS and all that kind of stuff. But my philosophy was have map will travel. Yeah. yeah. So I'd put my babies in the car, get my map, and let's mm-hmm. go. We're going to explore this place. Remember when we printed out the map yes. quest directions yes. and map then quest. you forgot yes. which page you're yep. on? Yep, yep. <laughs> it's like, oh, all Let over. See. Where am I all now? Over. Step five. Where, where are we now? <laughs> exactly. Oh, we're in yeah. the wrong state. Yeah. We missed the turn. <laughs> and, and I would pack my babies and we'd go. And then I remember we were living in this townhome. And I remember my neighbor had children around the same age. And I remember her like, where, you know, you've been gone all day. Where you been? And I was like, oh, well, took the kids to the Crayola factory. What? The what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just right, you know, an hour away or whatever. Like she had never been. Had never been. Wow. She had never been to so many places. And then she was like, you know, I've been living here my whole life. And you've, you've only been here like two months. And you've been more places than me. And I'm like, why? Why is that? That's not okay. Why is that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it's so, a mindset. Yeah. It for sure is. Yeah. So once you got to the States, I know you lived a variety of places. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were those places like? How did you enjoy them? My first place I went to was um, San Diego. Okay. California. Cali. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, it was fabulous. Mm-hmm. I mean, Love just the experiences. And I think there were so many things that struck me that we don't have in Germany. Okay. Um, everything was drive-through. Mm-hmm. Like a drive-through <laughs> restaurant, a drive-through 
dry cleaner, a drive through whatever. We don't have that in Germany. We had one McDonald's that you had to go all the way through Munich. There was like the big thing. There was a special treat mm-hmm. where you could like, you know, get a Big Mac and drive through. Uh-huh. It was like huge, unheard of. Germans don't do that oh. ever. So the idea of fast food was fabulous. <laughs> it didn't take a whole long time for me to not fit my clothes anymore, but that's a whole nother story. Um, the other thing was supermarkets. Mm-hmm. Oh, It was a whole nother world for me. It was so mind-boggling. How large they yes. were? Yes, and they were open there? at 3 in the morning. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in Germany, <laughs> the a little town I lived in, you know, stores closed from 12 to 3. Mm-hmm. For lunch, and mm-hmm. they were closed Wednesday afternoon, mm-hmm. and on the weekends they were only so open Saturday morning. So in Germany, mm-hmm. you go grocery shopping mm-hmm. with your little basket, or you mm-hmm. have a bag, and you go every day or every other day. Mm-hmm. You get the fresh necessities, whatever you need, mm-hmm. and you go to the butcher, and you go to the baker, and you go, you know, get mm-hmm. your things from the market. And that is, you know, what we're accustomed to. We mm-hmm. have grocery stores. It's, yeah. We're not a third world country. Mm-hmm. But, you know, our cereal aisles, there's 10 cereals. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many really do you need? You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have everything and we have fabulous quality of food. But mm-hmm. it was all a lot smaller, a lot more intimate and condensed. Mm-hmm. And especially in a small town, too. And so coming to a grocery store and walking down a cereal aisle... Where there is hundreds and hundreds of, I mean, I really thought I died and went to food heaven. Yeah, yeah. I would literally go at two in the morning, just walk through the grocery store in Uh awe and just not buy anything. Uh I was broke. I couldn't afford buying a bagel. (laughs) But I just walked through because I had never seen anything Uh like that. Yeah. And the different flavors and stuff, you know, like yeah. when we travel, one of the things is we like going to the, the food store yeah. because just to see how they are and, and to see what brand of things, what flavors of things they have, because yeah. that's a cool thing for us. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, you go someplace and there's like, what? Like, I don't know. It's always the chips. The chips. All <laughs> kinds of crazy yes. flavors of chips, you know. I was in um, Santorini not too long ago and we were at the grocery store and they had Sasiki Pringles. Oh yeah. A, yeah. Oh my god. And then Yum. I saw tomato Pringles and I'm like, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah. But the Sasiki ones, they were fire. We were someplace and they had like shrimp flavored chips. Yes. They have that a lot like a lot of Asian markets yeah. and I yeah. love those. And I will eat everything once, maybe twice, just to make sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. I will try. That is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so how many years were you in San Francisco? In San Diego. San Diego. Um rather. I was there just for about six months. Okay. And then that whole gig went sour, um, because who I was staying with um was divorced. Her husband lost a job. Oh no. Couldn't pay child support. Okay. He couldn't pay me. And then I went to another family that didn't work out either. I was kind of just bouncing around from Got house it. to house. And then I ended up, this was the fun part. Mm-hmm. I ended up in the 12th bunk bed WYMCA. Oh, oh wow. Shelter. You were just between gigs. Yeah. <laughs> I remember laying there and hearing gunshots outside oh, and no. sirens. And I had, you know, these, and they were fabulous women. I mean, mm-hmm. I have to say they were so mm-hmm. kind to me. But it's a different experience, yeah. you know, at 18, being in that environment. So I called my daddy. I'm like, daddy. Because <laughs> my pride wouldn't let me call him. I was trying uh-huh. to figure it out on uh-huh. my own. Because uh-huh. I may just be a tad bit stubborn, too. Uh-huh. Um, but I called him. And, you know, how life will have it sometimes. We had friends in Hawaii. Uh-huh. They had just left my Germany. And they were just had dinner with my parents like three nights prior. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, they're flying back. Let me call them and see if you can come stay with them. Wow. They had a bed and breakfast in Kealikakua on the Big Island in Hawaii. Oh, my. <laughs> so my little mm-hmm. behind flew to Hawaii. Oh, my gosh. And then wow. I lived in Hawaii. Yeah. And I just helped them clean the, the bed and breakfast and serve breakfast. And wow. they took me in as like their kid. And wow. I just got to live Hawaiian life. That sounds amazing. Talk about and it. What do you call it? A set up? A step up? Uh, a glow up? A glow up. Oh my <laughs> glow God, up. was I glowing? Cause, and here's yeah. the funny part. I didn't want to go back. 
mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of every way I could stay there forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and were you trying to like nanny there or just work at the well, they just B&B? Had the, yeah, they had their okay. um, the bed and breakfast. And so I just, you know, helped run it, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. for that, I got free room and board. Yeah. And they were Fuck. really sweet people. They just took me in as, as almost like their kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, so they showed amazing. me around. They took me everywhere. And I remember they took me snuba diving, which was the most coolest experience. Mm. Um, and the uh, um, Captain Cook Bay. Mm-hmm. And it's snuba is kind of like scuba diving, but for beginners when you're okay. not certified. Oh. So you have an actual scuba tank that floats on a floaty on the surface, and oh. then they have this long hose, and you have the mouthpiece. Oh. I have so, seen pictures of this. Oh okay, I know what you're God. talking about. Yeah. I said hi to Nemo <laughs> and all his friends. I mean, it was the most incredible. It was on a little boat, uh-huh. and then they had a slide of the boat, and then made a barbecue on the boat. Or, or burgers, wow. you know. Oh, I mean, cool. as a young kid, this is mind blowing. Yeah, because I was gonna say, like, had you traveled much while you were living in Germany? Was that yeah, your... I did. Okay, my okay, parents, okay. my parents were avid travelers okay, and foodies, and yeah. I mean, the races were all over Europe. Yeah, and then you know, when I came back, I actually was a flight attendant for Lufthansa for a while. Okay, mm-hmm. so you okay. came so, back from Hawaii. I went back to Germany because my visa. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I had to go back and. I really considered, I was like, okay, who can I marry? Yeah. Stay here. <laughs> or I'm going to just stay here, you know, and try not to get caught. But yeah. the fear, and mm-hmm. I'm not laughing, I'm not joking, I was dead serious. Really? I loved it so much, I did not want to go back yeah. at all. And then I realized that if I do that and I get caught, then I will never be able to come back. Yeah. True. So under protest in tears, mm-hmm. I flew back to Germany. <laughs> and Very then you unhappy. became a flight attendant. Yes. Okay, got it. And so... The travel and the 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 zest for life and experiences were always in my blood from my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so for sure. Yeah, and then you know I got married and I came back. Yeah, yeah. woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> and I got my papers. Yes, yes. you're legal. I, I am legal, and I have a U.S. passport now. Yay. I am a U.S. citizen, so you all cannot get rid of me. Yeah, I'm staying for good. So all of these places, like, how did you make them feel like home? Because when we had dinner, you were mm-hmm. like, "I feel at home everywhere you've been." I, how did you make that happen for yourself? I think it's it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, especially having been a military wife mm-hmm. and you're familiar with the military mm-hmm. lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, we somewhere and then mm-hmm. we're not. Yes. And you don't have a choice in where you go. Right. You get told where to go, when to go and what to do. Mm-hmm. And then you just deal with it. Yeah. yeah. And you leave relationships and friendships behind, jobs behind. Mm-hmm. Literally, it uproots your entire life. Mm-hmm. And... When you go to a new place, you start over from nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And so for me, I always found it almost like a, a, a exciting journey a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. sad. For me hard too. To leave was, I always looked at it as an adventure. Yeah. A new mm-hmm. adventure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, oh, where are we going to get to go? Mm-hmm. And um, you find a new home. And I always had a, 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 a heart for, for decorating and yeah. making things pretty. Um. Yeah, you guys can't see this right now, but Monica's always chic, always, hundred percent of the time. <laughs> in always. her, in her sweats and sneakers, she's chic. So yeah, yeah, I love you, you guys. Innate, innate style. I love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> I'm kind of cute. <laughs> um, but it's I look at the space, and you know, it's been different spaces, different sizes, you know, different lifestyles, different budgets. Mm-hmm. When we were young and. Mm-hmm. Young and dumb, as I call it, and broke. Mm-hmm. When we started out, we had nothing. Mm-hmm. We had a mattress on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but that's when I went to like garage sales or discount stores. Mm-hmm. And you can find things that speak to you, that mean something to you, mm-hmm. and make your space beautiful. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to cost a lot of money. But you, I think you do have to have a vision mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I know some people don't necessarily have that. Have a friend that helps you with it. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah. Totally. And it's it's sometimes, you know, it's just a pillow and a blanket that ties it together or mm-hmm. some curtains, you know, whatever budget you have. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's always been fun. That's like my, my I don't want to say hobby, that that's my piece. Yeah. To make my home my space. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because life is crazy. You know, life is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It always is, but there's phases, and everybody goes through it. 
where things get difficult and hard mm -hmm, and stressful mm -hmm. and overwhelming. Mm -hmm. You have to have that one space where you can come and you can decompress and you can sit and you can breathe and be. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that always has been home for me. Okay. That's my 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 safety space, my mm -hmm. cave, my, you know, happy place, my yeah. peace. What was your favorite home that you lived? You know what? That's funny actually. The one that nobody would have expected. Okay. So I had beautiful places. Like when I was married, we bought a house and we gutted it. Well, I gutted it and redid it before, <laughs> while he was deployed. Uh -huh. um, he knew. Uh -huh, he knew uh -huh. that I was doing that. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I wasn't like, surprised, honey. Uh -huh. um, but so I got to really express and do everything the way I wanted. And it was fabulous. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that that would be my dream home. Okay. When I got divorced... Um, my daughter and I had moved out into an apartment, and then after that, a year later, we moved to Yelp. Okay. And one of my really, really good friends, Karina, she had bought a 100-year-old house, mm -hmm. and the house was refurbished or refinished to have two separate apartments. Okay. So it was a two-bedroom downstairs and a two-bedroom upstairs. Got it. And Bailey and I moved in upstairs, and it was so funny because... I'm bougie. People don't know me. I mean, people who know me know I'm bougie and fancy. Um, but the listeners don't know. When I walked through the house with her and we looked at it before she bought it, I was like, yeah, that's cute. Mm -hmm. I mean, it had the cheap cabinets in there. It had vinyl floors in there. It's an old house. You know, mm, it was yeah. like, eh. <laughs> and had no stainless steel appliances. I mean, how do you live without yeah. stainless steel, right? <laughs> and she was like, well, you know, I was like, it's a cute house. You can, you know, there's something you can do with this. Mm -hmm. And then I went home and I don't know what happened. The upstairs had the angled roof line mm -hmm. okay. and the big windows and the floors were creaky. Mm -hmm. And it was a really, vibes. when you walked up the stairs, this was the coolest part. You walked up the stairs, you opened the door, there was a little landing and it had windows all around, large, tall oh, windows. Nice. And then it had three steps that went into the kitchen. Mm -hmm. So it was like this little gathering landing spot. And it was mm -hmm. tiny. It was mm -hmm. literally like four people could stand there and that was it. Mm -hmm. But the sun came in and the stairs. Long story short, let me get back up. I told her, I was like, you know what? I know you're looking for um, a renter. Mm -hmm. What do you think about Bailey and me? Mm -hmm. And she looked at me. She's like, are you feeling okay? I can't believe it. This <laughs> she couldn't believe that, that you, you would yeah, like it. She's yeah. like, you were talking smack about the space. Mm -hmm. And you want to move in? Mm -hmm. And I told her, I was like, there's something of that space that feels like home. Yeah. I went in. Of course, I did my thing. I painted every mm -hmm, wall. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My bedroom was a Hershey brown chocolate. Mm, so it was like, that sounds so yeah, nice. it was like, and then the white bedding, you know, it yeah. was, it's like sleeping in a Hershey kiss. Mm -hmm. It was heaven. Mm -hmm. I was always hungry though in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then everything else. So we pulled it together and it was so tiny. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is like, in my house, I had this custom closet built out you know oh, wow. i had like the whole shoe wall and mm -hmm, purse wall mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. eat at floors you know wow. and then even the apartment we had had two massive suites with big walking clothes so mm -hmm. fancy bougie <laughs> and then i moved into this little doll house mm -hmm. that had one closet that was smaller than this table <laughs> and i was like i'm gonna have a problem <laughs> but honestly it was one of the toughest times in my life. Uh -huh. um, I really struggled after my divorce yeah. to, to mm -hmm. get it back together. Mm -hmm. And I had never felt so at home. Wow, yeah. that space. And safe and cozy. And it, mm -hmm. it, it was almost like a hug. Nice. Yeah, it was like you were nesting there Yeah, almost. and it was yeah. a place of healing. Mm -hmm. It was a place of growing and overcoming. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, it it was my 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 landing space for the next part of my life. It was your home therapy. Yeah. No, seriously. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Very good. It really was therapy. And mm -hmm. you know, it was so funny because everybody would come over. 
And we would always sit on those three steps yeah. and have our conversations. Mm-hmm. Everybody nice. that came over, we had a living room with a couch in it. Yeah. I did have chairs, uh-huh. you know. But the steps, that, that was the place. That, that was, was the space. Place. Yeah. And that was your communication space. Wine. Yeah. When Bailey would come home and had a rough weekend or mm-hmm. was going through something, she was in tears sobbing. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was crying, mm-hmm. yeah. that was the place where mm-hmm. everybody sat on those steps. Mm-hmm. Nice. Every yeah. single time. That makes a lot of sense. And so for reference, yes, the home therapy book is one we talked about in another podcast episode and we'll link that in the show notes. But yeah, you're right. Like what you're saying is exactly kind of what we were learning about mm-hmm. in this book. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That sounds so beautiful. I'm glad it you had was. that space. Yeah. And that makes perfect sense because the way you're describing like how the house looked and how it became a home makes perfect sense. And will not surprise people that you are a real estate agent. <laughs> <laughs> That was a makes good transition, right? <laughs> I mean, that just makes sense. Yeah. You've always been into style. It seems like you enjoy just like the process of making places feel at home. Yeah. So that was like a natural transition. Yeah. Did you think you were like, did you have that career path uh, in mind when you were younger? Or did you just kind of fall into it? Or how did that happen? I, I got my license the first time up in Seattle about 20 years okay. ago. Okay. And it's funny. I think you guys asked me at dinner why I wanted yeah. to do that. And it's very simple. I'm nosy. (laughs) (laughs) I like this answer. I wanted to see, I would always drive down the street and see these beautiful homes and Mm -hmm. I wanted to know what they look like in the inside. And I wanted to see how people decorate it. And people kind of frown up on you when you just walk into their home. Yeah. I think they call it breaking and entering, <laughs> you know, when you just walk into strangers' homes. <laughs> and the only legal way for me to do that mm-hmm. was to be a realtor. Yeah. And honestly, all jokes aside, that was my reason for getting a real estate That's license. That's so funny. That is because funny. Because I loved homes. Out. I loved design. I loved decorating. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see what people did yeah. with the beautiful things that they had. The good ideas. Yeah. And- Ooh. I remember we used to get ideas for decorating by going through open houses. Yes. I used to right? love that. Isn't that amazing? So fun. You walk through. Yeah. 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 And it's so funny because you walk through and you see this and you see yourself living there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you see yourself in the kitchen cooking. You see yourself sitting on that sofa mm-hmm. or having dinner parties on that table. Yeah. yeah. And then you yeah. buy the house and you walk and in and it's empty and he's like, oh, that's ugly. You can't get it yeah. back. <laughs> Where's the house that I saw over there? I want that one. This? Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. And this, we haven't talked about, uh, really not too much on this season of the podcast, but the interior design and decor as much, uh, so much as we have last season, but I'm excited to talk about that with you. So, I mean, as a real estate agent, you see all types of cool trends and you know what's happening. What are you seeing right now a lot of? What are what are people wanting to buy? What is the, like the style? Remember when like we were talking about like Joanna Gaines, like mm-hmm. shiplap is a big thing. Is that still in? Is that not? I think that changed. <laughs> I think style is very personal. So it's very okay, difficult absolutely. to say the style is this day. Right, right. Yeah. Because style is personal. Mm-hmm. You know, just like, you know, how we dress. Mm-hmm. I dress different than tom dick and harry yeah so everybody has their own way of expressing themselves and i think that reflects into homes as well Mm -hmm. um savannah when we talk about style is is a very specific and neat and interesting market as well because the style of homes are very different here yeah Mm -hmm. versus seattle or Mm -hmm. florida Mm -hmm. or you know montana Mm -hmm. or salt lake city when i just came back from there what are the styles of homes here called I actually don't know. T- what is the style? Well, you can, it depends you can correct where you me. Go. There are different ones, yeah, right? Okay. Because we have the Victorian district mm-hmm. where the Victorian homes. Okay. Yes. They're that one area where they have lots of mid-century modern yep. architecture. Mm-hmm. I think Savannah's cool because it has lots of yes. different ones. So okay. different, like downtown, historic areas, you said, is a totally different style of homes as it forces. So if you go to Artsley Park, they're more mm-hmm. like craftsmen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, then you go to Pooler, it's brand new construction, very mm-hmm. soon, like very modern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you you know, Savannah's changing when you come up to Starland District, the area, or, you know, Arsley. They're starting to build a little more modern homes in there as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you look at new construction, you see a very clear definition of, of cleaner lines, modern lines, mm-hmm. lighter colors. Sometimes you see a little bit of accent colors in there. A lot of the gold fixtures coming back. I know that mm-hmm. used to be back in the day. Yeah, And yeah. then it was like, oh, my God, it's gold. It's a dated house. Yes. Now we're paying a premium to, for gold faucets, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... 
you can see a trend. Um, interestingly enough, um, one of my friends from Seattle is thinking about moving. He's about to retire from okay. Boeing, and he's considering moving to the south. He wasn't sure, you know, if Houston or Florida or, you know, mm-hmm. Georgia. So, you know, I'm sending him properties that we have. He's a very specific requirements mm-hmm. um he wants a single story rambler home mm-hmm. he needs a three-car garage and he wants brand new build got it and he keeps sending me listings from florida which are very modern mm-hmm. oh, okay for okay oh, uh, like yeah. he likes the, how they look basically. yeah so Trying it's like all marble floors you know very modern kitchens very modern structure yeah. brand new construction homes well, we don't have that really here. Mm-hmm. We do have, you know, new modern homes, but not to the same design specs that they have in Florida. That speaks to him. Right. And he's looking at me as well. Send me more like that. I was like, we don't have that here. Yeah. You we, can buy, we don't you can have buy the yourself style. some land and have it built yeah. that way. But yeah. But yeah. we have different styles here. Right. We're mm-hmm. a coastal area. Mm-hmm. Our homes are a little different in style, which yeah. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But that's why I said it's very difficult to sometimes to say, you know, What's the trend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you will, will ask, you know, 10 different people and they give you 10 different answers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's totally true. And I feel like a lot of people in Savannah are like very eclectic too. Mm-hmm. You're going to find a mix of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. It amazes me sometimes when I see, especially the higher priced historic homes downtown when they come into market and personal style again, you know, some of those homes, I look at their decor and I'm like, huh? Mm-hmm. You know, people like the antiques, especially when they have a historic yes. home. They like the historic. They like to put it back together. Yeah. Like, okay, this house was built in, you know, I don't know. 1800. 1800s. So they're going to decorate that the interior yes. of that home the mm-hmm. way with the styles of whatever the there was style and yeah. the furniture from and the 1800s. you know, to me, to me, and I mean, hideous, this is with but... the utmost respect <laughs> and grace, mm-hmm. it looks like an antique shop gone wrong. Yeah. yeah. I would never yeah. feel at yeah. home or comfortable on that. Mm-hmm. That's not my aesthetic. Okay. Right. But those pieces are very high end and super expensive. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, those are really great pieces of furniture. Mm-hmm. But again, we come back to style. Mm-hmm. I would just gut it all out and, you know, get mm-hmm. rid of everything and start over mm-hmm. because it doesn't speak to me. Yeah. Are there any like tips you have on, say, somebody is in a home and they're looking for ways to like renovate it or just mm-hmm. do small upgrades to make it great for reselling like what are some things that people are looking for um i think the absolute very first thing is clean it and declutter okay that is doesn't cost you anything Mm -hmm. and it makes a huge difference okay um get rid of your stuff if you're trying to sell your home and you know it's a difficult journey because it's your home it's emotional to Mm -hmm. you and i don't care if it's your first home that you're selling or your 10th home it's still an emotional journey and you see it as your home now you have to look from the other perspective and see it as somebody else's home yeah so you need to remove your personality a little bit you need to get for one declutter Mm -hmm. because people generally you know Mm -hmm. most people have way too much stuff Mm -hmm. um you need to um cleanse it a little bit you know Mm -hmm minimize furniture minimize your personal photos get rid of all that mm-hmm. just make it a blank canvas make so it somebody to where those else people can see themselves yeah in there. exactly mm-hmm. they okay. walk in they don't want to see you and your kids and your grandkids and the 15 dogs mm-hmm. and the seven cats mm-hmm. um yeah, they, they want to see a life. blank canvas and see where they could put the furniture mm-hmm. how that layout will work and then envision themselves in there mm-hmm. and when i said you know, seven dogs and 15 cats, mm-hmm. make sure it smells good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take the dishes out the sink. Mm-hmm. Close the toilet seat. Mm-hmm. You know, clean up <laughs> your dirty drawers. You'd be surprised. What? When I show homes, what I walk into sometimes. My gosh. Crazy. That is crazy. Listen, Linda. Listen. In regards to, so I'm thinking about selfishly, but maybe somebody else can relate to this too. So like the place I live now, I'm always thinking of ways like how can I tweak these finishes to just to make it feel more, a little bit more luxe. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are some small things? Yeah, you can some do? small things are you, you can do. Renting or owning? I'm actually renting from okay. this lovely woman right here across the table from me. Ooh, ooh. I love that, but that's a good question because a lot of <laughs> yeah. people are on their journey to home ownership. They're not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this is still your home. And you're spending a lot of money every month in rent. Yes. You know, so you want to still create it, but you cannot make the changes that you would be able to do as a homeowner. Yeah. I know? mean, 
Yes, I think advice for both situations yes. would be great. Like advice if you're so renting, and advice if you're for renting, owning. you know, and talk to your landlord first. Okay. But paint can make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An accent wall or all the walls. Mm-hmm. You know, talk with the landlord first. Make sure you get permission because some of them don't like that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you repaint, you know, back to the white walls or whatever it was mm-hmm. before when you move out. Make sure you do a good job and don't be sloppy mm-hmm. because nobody likes that. Mm-hmm. But the paint is an easy, easy thing to fix. Um, the other thing you can change is light fixtures. Very big. Often, yeah. and that makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And again, talk to your landlord. If I found with landlords, if it's an improvement over the current fixtures, they'll probably let you do it and you can leave them. Mm-hmm. They'll be happy about it. Mm-hmm. If you do a really good job, they may even give you a little credit or, you know, reimburse you for it. I mean, it oh, depends nice. on the situation. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Always have that conversation. Um, but what I always did was curtains. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because... I like cozy, I like warmth, Mm -hmm. and I like layers. And Mm -hmm. when you pull in curtains, and I get those um, fake silk Dupree curtains Mm -hmm. that that feel a little more luxurious and Mm -hmm. Mm heavy-duty, and then I hang them really high, and I have them draped just a touch. on the floor a little bit. Just a touch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I double them up. Mm. Oh, to make it look nice and thick. Yes. Okay. So nice. my windows, like in my living room and in my bedroom, for example, I have big windows. Mm-hmm. They're pretty substantial and they're very tall. So I have the rod go across the entire wall mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. one side to the other. You know, you're going to look around for some long rods and mm-hmm. extensions. Mm-hmm. But to give it get a heavy-duty rod, and then I have, I think, three or four panels on each side mm-hmm. to make it really thick and luxurious. And then that coordinates with throw pillows Mm -hmm. or decor i pull the colors together Mm -hmm. so the room tells a story Mm -hmm. yeah um i keep the basics very minimal like Mm -hmm. the sofa is is a cream color my bedding is white my 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 headboard in my bed Mm -hmm. and my i have club chairs in my bedroom they're cream color Mm -hmm. and um (laughs) busy woman they're um (laughs) But then I, I bring the accessories in. I bring the artwork in that has a pop of color. Yeah, so you, you accessorize. Know. You yes. bring the color with your accessories. Yes. And when you have your basic palette is neutral, you can do all kinds of things, yes. right? With Yeah, yeah. Yes. and I love that advice of what you're saying of kind of working it out with your landlord because that's something I never thought about. And yeah. maybe it would depend on your situation for sure, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whether you're renting in a more, you know, corporate apartment building. Mm-hmm. That was usually my past. Yeah. Or if you're renting from someone, like an independent landlord mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, if you're renting from, like, you know, directly from the owner, you probably do have a little more flexibility, yeah. hopefully, depending on how the relationship yeah. is. But I would have never thought of that, of, like, yeah, you can update the things that maybe you wouldn't think so, mm-hmm. like uh, fixtures or lighting or whatever, and let them know and kind of tell them why it's a good thing that you're doing that. Or you just save, you know, if you have a search space or a garage, save the old fixtures and yeah. put them yeah. back when you move out. Yeah, I say that. You can you save know. everything and put it back up when yeah. you move out. I know yeah. one of the places we did with Asia's place, um, I knew what she liked. You know, it was kind of like good, good for her that her landlord's or her parents, and then good for me that I know who my tenant is. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, um, I know her aesthetic mm-hmm. and... You know, the um, the kitchen, you know, was already nice. Um, but the, there's only one thing we did in there, and it made a big difference. That was changing, like, the drawer pulls and the handles on the, the hardware. cabinets and stuff. The hardware. We just changed that out and put, like, black. It was, like, silver, mm-hmm. traditional, mm-hmm. and we put, like, black modern. Mm-hmm. Give the kitchen a whole new look. Yeah. Just yeah. doing that. It looks that. so good now. And yeah. you can keep, and if you're renting that, you can keep those old ones you took off yeah. just don't throw them away keep them and before you move out screw mm-hmm. them back on yep. there and you know their next place. very mm-hmm. good idea yeah, yeah i would have never yeah. thought about that yeah okay so that's that's for renting and you know i like i like to change things i have issues plenty <laughs> of them um i i like my home like, like i said is my safe space and uh-huh. my healing place and my therapy i like to rearrange things all the time yeah mm-hmm. i love mm-hmm. doing that too. and my friends always make fun of me he's like oh what did you do now or bailey would, you know <laughs> wake up at two in the morning and come out of her room and fall over the carpet mm-hmm. and the sofa because i rearranged it this you know? woman let me tell you guys 
she goes into an Airbnb and she rearranges the furniture <laughs> sure do. so that she feels comfortable yes. in those few days she's at Absolutely. the Airbnb, which but I that's think a great it's idea. I make it yeah. my home. But that, that's a You're paying for it? I make it my home. Mm-hmm. Even you for know? that week or that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I set it up the way I like to live. Mm-hmm. You know, I rearrange the bed sometimes. Mm-hmm. I buy, a, one thing I do, I always buy a candle mm-hmm. and bring it in there to have oh, that warmth and the smell. That story you said, I love mm-hmm. that about what? when you go to a new place, how you get yeah. that one thing. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like when I went to candle. Tulum, I had mm-hmm. that, that, and it was a very, very serene sanctuary mm-hmm. yeah. space that I was in. But I had that candle, and I, the smell of that candle, and then the warmth of the light, and the, you know, it's that yeah. and the glass of wine. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. amazing. But I would take that candle, like when I went downstairs to make coffee, the candle was sitting there with me having my coffee. If I went to the living room and read a book, the candle was there with me while mm-hmm. reading my book. If mm-hmm. I went into the bathroom, and what a fabulous bathroom it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I want to live she in there. bathrooms. Oh my God, <laughs> bathtubs, yes. And so the candle came with me in the bathroom as I was getting ready. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, figure out what what gets you, what, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. makes you happy, what brings you joy. Mm-hmm. And it can be as simple as just a $10 candle. Yeah. yeah. You know? I remember you told a story when you came to Savannah to visit because you were originally yes. looking for a place in Florida, but you couldn't find what you wanted. Yeah. And you just kind of like... Savannah snatched me up. There wasn't a plan at all. Yeah, you just like came here for whatever, like, oh, I'm close by. Let me see what's there. Yeah. You can... I, I... And you found the that The plan was Florida, yeah. And that just didn't work out. I came to Savannah for a long weekend because I kept popping up. I was mm-hmm. like, I need to come and take a look at least to eliminate it. Mm-hmm. And I drove down to First Tree Line Street and started crying. Oh. And I knew it was home. <laughs> like it felt like home. And it was yeah. not the plan. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was not the plan. Did you so just think it was beautiful? Point. You just felt relaxed yeah, as soon as and you drove I, I in? Yeah, I felt home. I yeah. felt home and I felt at peace. Mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, guess Savannah is it. And I went to Paris Market Cafe. Mm-hmm. And I love that, that store. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Yes. If you guys are coming to Savannah, you have to go yes. to Paris Market. Mm-hmm. Most fabulous store. Make sure you go downstairs because that's where oh, the magic yes. happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Upstairs is beautiful. Get your latte, you know, mm-hmm. get your croissant or your macaroon and mm-hmm. sit you can just get lost and enjoy downstairs. that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we, we drink it at 11.30 a.m. in Savannah, yeah. have you a little mimosa <laughs> and walk down the street with it. Yes, we drink, take our drinks on the street. Uh-huh. <laughs> so heavenly. Um, but they had a cup, a cup and a saucer. And it's a white cup and it has the Paris Market logo on it. And it has a saucer in it. And it was the perfect size for a latte or a coffee. And it just jumped out at me. It was, you know, how sometimes you walk into somewhere and it's like, I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I told myself when I move here, that will be the very first thing that I will buy in Savannah for my home. Aww. And I literally rolled in. I remember it was 2019. Mm-hmm. It was Thanksgiving. It also had to, happened to be my birthday that day. I rolled in at 6 o'clock in the evening. Got into my Airbnb, which is right on Broughton, mm-hmm. kitty corner from Paris Market. In the morning when they opened, mm-hmm. I was the first person in that store. I bought that cup and that saucer. Mm-hmm. And that is to this day where I drink my coffee out every See, morning. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little thing sometimes that yeah. make a difference. Having you know? like a little memento. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's so special. Yeah. And I can see how that is just like a helpful, almost like routine mm-hmm. Uh to incorporate into your daily yeah. life. That's so sweet. I think sometimes we just need to slow down and, and appreciate wh- where we are and what we have. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very driven and I have to check myself sometimes too because I always look at what do I need to do next and what do I need yeah. to do here. And you have and to remind yourself to live in the moment. My mom right? always tells me, she's like, I'm so proud of you for everything you accomplished. And I look at her like, what do you mean? <laughs> I haven't, accom- you know, in my head, mm-hmm. I haven't. Mm. I just always look what I need to do more yeah. and what I need to mm-hmm. work harder mm-hmm. and where I haven't succeeded the way I envisioned it. Mm-hmm. And see, and that's a bad loop. It is. It's a bad loop. Because you're never present and you right. never stop. Mm-hmm. And so those are the moments where I stop mm-hmm. and where I sit and I be present. And mm-hmm. I try to appreciate and value where I'm at and, yeah, and, and, and take those moments yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, this bad loop reference is reference again to this book. If you guys haven't listened to the episode <laughs> where we talk about this book, make sure you listen to Go that one. And, so yeah. you understand I'm my mom's so buying this book on the way home to you now. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. My last question for you is, what do you love about being a real estate agent? What is so beautiful about like helping people find their homes? Yeah. (laughs) It's people. Yeah. 
it, it really, I'm going to cry. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm like emotional. <laughs> it's people. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like making money. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, if I can, please. <laughs> um, Amen. I, I, I make a very good rich person. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite there, but on but my you way. Will, huh? And, and no, there will, will be, be no really adjustment good. period whatsoever. <laughs> you know, private jet, private yacht, I'm in. But I always felt and believed in whatever you do, you take care of people first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everything else falls into place. Yes. And it has never proven me wrong. And I love my people. Mm-hmm. I feel so honored and humbled that they allow me to be part of their journey. Yeah. Buying a home or selling, it's the biggest transaction you will ever make in your life. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to trust somebody with that, to guide you through that, speaks very highly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the journey is so much fun because, you know, you get to know people mm-hmm. or who they are. When we, you know, look at homes, you know, when we go through the process, we talk a lot. You know, mm-hmm. I take my clients out to lunch or, you know, let's go look at a couple of homes. Let's sit down and have coffee and talk about it or mm-hmm. have dinner. Um, you, they become family mm-hmm. or I become part of their family. Mm-hmm. That's an honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the home almost is secondary to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my, my, my catchphrases or whatever you want to call it my thing is i leave people home mm-hmm. i love that you know it's 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 their home mm-hmm. yeah it's not just a house mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter the price range you yeah. know and I, mm-hmm. I work with you know everything from yeah. from low to high end mm-hmm. if you're an investor it's a little different you buy property mm-hmm. for an investment mm-hmm. purpose but if you live in it, mm-hmm. it's not a house, it's a home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's emotional, it's stressful, it's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's your first transaction or your tenth. Mm-hmm. There's always ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And my job is to to literally hold your hand and walk you through it and wipe your tears away and laugh with you mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. hug you when you're stressed out. Mm-hmm. Um some of my clients I have one um that I'm getting ready to list actually next week is an older lady. She was so overwhelmed. There was, and you know, physically she wasn't able to do all the things that you know mm-hmm. I needed her to do. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little tough sometimes. You know, yeah. I need you to get your stuff done, chop chop, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. because we need to do it the right way. Mm-hmm. And so I was in her home the other night helping her finish up and you know mop her floors and you know get the yeah, stuff out nice. to the dress. Awesome. Because, yeah. but, but that's you take care of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you it's know? like you never know how much it took for them to be able to get yeah. to the place where they're ready to buy a house yeah. or even to sell yeah. a house. Yeah. She's selling and she's overwhelmed. She's stressed out mm-hmm. and her husband passed. Yeah. This so, is all on her now. Yeah. So my, I, I'm a, like I said, I'm tough. When we need to get the job done, mm-hmm. I will tell you what I need you to do. Mm-hmm. And she did most of it, but she was just overwhelmed that I think it paralyzed her. Mm-hmm. When yeah. I walked in two days later and it was looked like it did the two mm-hmm. days prior, I was, I was a little miffed. Um, <laughs> but then you roll up your sleeve. You yeah. know, you yeah. take care of you jump people. In and you yeah. help her because and she needed help. In I that could moment. see it in her yeah. face. She was defeated. No, we're not getting anywhere with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's the solution? You yeah. know, what do you do to take care of people? Mm-hmm. And I just know in my heart, when you take care of the people first, mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. else works right. out. And if that is my clients or it's the other side or other agents that I work with, mm-hmm. you build those relationships. And I think it just comes not just in business. Be a good human being. Be mm-hmm. kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be thoughtful. Yeah. Be nice to people. Yeah. Hold open that door. Mm-hmm. Say thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the little things that, that sets you apart, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So you like, yeah, so your biggest thing is not the transaction that's going to get you paid, but you're trying to take care of that person. Yeah. And I think that's great because I think that a lot of, especially like young people, mm-hmm. you know, you might be this, you know, Owning a home is just this thing you think is far in the future. And that's, I've talked to people who feel like that, like, oh, I, I can, I, I, I'm not ready to buy a home or I could never buy a home or like the, the thought of it, the fear, the fear of it yeah. and the process, which they don't really know what the process is, but they figure it's just too cumbersome. It's yeah. just like too much. It's going to take and too I, much money. And I will money. never qualify. And yeah. I would mm-hmm. never qualify. I say, 
find a trusted person, find a trusted partner who is an Mm -hmm. agent and talk to them about that. Be vulnerable. Let them know, you know, I really want this, but I don't think I can afford it. Mm -hmm. You would be surprised. Like, oh, yes, you can. You know, it's Mm -hmm. interesting to say that because I find it often. Sometimes it's a generational curse Mm -hmm. when you come from a background where your family has not owned before. Because not everybody's born rich. Oh, absolutely. You know, a lot of us you know, how to earn and work where we are and work mm-hmm. very hard. And the, the dream of home ownership for a lot of people is still a dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They mm-hmm. don't think they can. Right. And, you know, it's a very easy conversation. It's like, hey, you know what? And I work with great lenders. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have mm-hmm. really great relationships where I can help you, you know, connect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's see where you are. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just run the credit and see, check your income and see mm-hmm. where you are, how much would you qualify for. Yeah. 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 And then, you know what? We can work with that budget. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not quite ready yet because your credit is not quite where it needs to be mm-hmm. or your debt is a little too high for your mm-hmm. debt to income ratio, then we create a plan That's what I'm to talking get about. you where you need to That's be. It. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the education part. Yes. Because I had the same thing, you mm-hmm. know, I was like, I can I can buy a home. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. will never be able to buy a home. It was very intimidating because I didn't know. Yeah. And so when you have people, and that's why I said, you know, leading people home, mm-hmm. it's not just, oh, you want to buy a house, how much money you got. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. yeah, sign here. Mm-hmm. It's the journey. It's, right. you know. Yeah, you're coaching, them. advising, yeah. teaching. You're doing I have all somebody of that. that helps you with your credit. Best example, my daughter, you know, mm-hmm. is in college. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't have a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. She had roommates. She wasn't in student housing. Um, she, there was a situation where she had to move out on her own in mm-hmm. her own first apartment, literally by herself. Mm-hmm. And she didn't have credit. She mm-hmm. got she had the income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she got denied for an apartment mm-hmm. because her credit score was below what they had required. Yeah, mm-hmm. she she was twenty one. Yeah, you know yeah, she's she, she, you know she mm-hmm. paid cash for her car. She's you know financially responsible. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. doesn't have any debt, but she doesn't have credit history. Yeah, mm-hmm. which bit her in the you know mm-hmm. what. Mm-hmm. So one of my other friends, she's a credit counselor. Mm-hmm. We reached out to her, and mm-hmm. it was a very simple fix. For one, I added her to my credit cards, mm-hmm. and she opened up a self-lender account mm-hmm. because you need to have a mix of credit, yes. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, to And all of a sudden, you know, her credit score went from like 540 to mm-hmm. 730. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Within less Just than 30 days. That's helpful because I don't think a lot of people, I mean, I didn't yeah. know that you could kind of work with your real estate agent and tell them these mm-hmm. things and mm-hmm. they can also advise on the financials mm-hmm. yeah. and all that. I had no idea that mm-hmm. it was yeah. a thing. Well, a good a, agent. A, a good, good agent. You know? That's yes. what I was going to say. Not any and agent. I'm not going to yeah. speak badly about my colleagues because majority of them are fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're very good mm-hmm. at what they do. I've, I've worked with some amazing professionals in this town. Mm-hmm. There's incredible professionals in this town yeah. mm-hmm. that I'm honored to work with. Mm-hmm. But it, like in any industry, you know, there's people that are good and there's some people that probably have some room for growth. Yeah. Right. And and it, and, it, and again, it's finding somebody who you jive with, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody who gets you and you trust them. And that's just like anything, though. You know, you're a doctor. You don't want to go to a doctor you don't like. You're going to change doctors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you might have to try out. You might have to interview. You might have to talk to, maybe work with a little bit, a few people before you find that person. Yeah. But that person is out there. Right? And it's funny that yeah. you say that because it is a trust thing. Mm-hmm. And it's also very, you have to be very transparent yes. to share with somebody strain the stranger that yeah. you don't know about your income right. yeah. about your debt right. mm-hmm. your bad financial habits mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know your credit score your bankruptcy that you met right. may had yeah right. you you burying everything mm-hmm. you know stuff totally. that we don't talk about mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. but the problem is when we don't talk about it mm-hmm. we can't grow and we can help absolutely you know absolutely. and that that could be the barrier yeah. to you being in your home and then start building generational home. wealth for absolutely. generations to come yeah. Yeah. you know it's yep. not just about you it's right. about you know your future your children mm-hmm. your children's mm-hmm. children exactly mm-hmm. to, to you know break i've that known curse. i've known people who you know, uh, throughout my life who are like women, this is funny, women who are like, and I think the attitudes of women have changed tremendously. Mm-hmm. But I remember meeting people who was kind of like, well, I don't want to buy a home because what if I get married and, and you know, and we want to buy our home. Well, you can buy your home and mm-hmm. then you can get married. And if y'all don't want to live in that house, mm-hmm. it might be your starter home might be too small, but we whatever. Mm-hmm. 
you sell that. That's an asset, right? You sell right, that. Right, right. Yeah. And, yes. and you check the equity yeah. to put, put down right. on the other. Or you keep it and rent it out and, and, and have extra income coming exactly. in. Exactly. So you don't put your hopes and dreams on hold for something that may or may not happen in the future. I tell people or that for all a man. the time. Or for a man. <laughs> no disrespect, gentlemen. <laughs> but, you know, you live and you structure your life for what it is now. Yeah. Yeah. Things can always change and be tweaked. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, because what if that man never comes? Uh, thank you. I mean, we're that praying too. that it does. Yeah, I mean, I'm praying that my my Boaz shows up <laughs> next week. I'm waiting for Amazon to have that, you know, so I can build my own and order it and have it delivered prime to my front door <laughs> with the 30 day money back guarantee. If it doesn't work out, thank you. But yeah. It may not happen. It may not happen. So do it for you, you know? Mm -hmm. And I am like so proud when I see young people doing that. Like, you can be old too, because I'm older women Mm -hmm. are just now at that stage too. They just now, like, hey, you know what? I'm tired of waiting. I'm going to do this for myself. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. You know, find yourself a good person. And, you know, and we're going to connect in the show notes. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's a, that's can, um... perfect. I mean, you have shared so much valuable information. Like I love to hear about your personal story and about your work. Where can people find you if they want to work with you here in Savannah? Um, or can they work with you from anywhere? Actually, you can work with me okay. anywhere. I'm located here in Savannah. Mm-hmm. I'm with a brokerage called Angle and Felkers, which is just the cutest little thing ever. <laughs> so little backstory to that. I had not heard of Engel and Felkers till I came to Savannah. Really? Yes. I tell you, Savannah did Uh it to me. And I was walking. I had a friend with me. She came. We were kind of exploring neighborhoods to figure out where to move and find a realtor to help me buy. And I walked down the street right on Congress, and and there was this corner office, a white building, and had red and black letters on Mm -hmm. it. It says Engel and Felkers. And you thought it looked sophisticated. Oh, it was sexy. <laughs> it looked great so, logo. I mean, it just spoke to me. <laughs> and it's funny because, you know, you can't see me. But if you were to see me, I'm always in black. I mm-hmm. happen to be white. We're going we're to post a picture. Um, <laughs> and then I always, not today, Red nails. Red nails and red lipstick. And red lipstick. Yeah, so black, white, and red uh-huh. is my signature. And That's you don't who have, I am. You're just yeah. your daytime look, so you don't have your red lipstick on today. It was too early. But you I got was, your nails. I only had one cup of coffee. I did not. Um, but yeah, so that is my signature. Mm-hmm, you know, that mm-hmm. is who I am. Mm-hmm. It's not even, you know, I'm dressing totally. for work. Right. That is who I am. Yeah. Yeah. And so I saw this brand that really embodied who I am. Mm-hmm. And then I find out it's a German company. Mm-hmm. It's out of Hamburg, Germany. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm oh Ger- Hello. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And my daughter was like, Mommy, that's you on a plate. <laughs> and I had researched, you know, other brokerages in town after that. Uh-huh. I ended up choosing them to represent me and purchase in my homes here. Mm-hmm. And then I spoke to my agent and got a little more information about the brokerage. Mm-hmm. And I had researched others. And I wanted, coming back to home, mm-hmm. I wanted to find a home professionally as well. I mm-hmm. wanted yeah. a place where I fit in and belong. Mm-hmm. Even though it's professionally, mm-hmm. I spent so much time there. And, yes. and within that, yeah. I needed a brand that I felt comfortable representing. Mm-hmm. I needed a brand that represented me well mm-hmm. on a professional level, mm-hmm. that had a standard, that had a, a brand recognition. Engel and Falkers is international. We're worldwide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we're a high-end luxury um, brand mm-hmm. and um, that was very important to me but I also was very curious about the people that worked there I mm-hmm. wanted a family and mm-hmm. a home to belong to and I went so far that I went through all the brokerages and pulled up their agent roster and looked them oh, up wow. on social media yeah. to get a feel of who people are totally. and mm-hmm. to see if I could fit into that environment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I found that with Angle and Felkers mm-hmm. That's wonderful. and what's even more exciting now um, we talked earlier I just came back from Salt Lake City, Utah mm-hmm. um, for a um, little summit that I was um, able to speak on the panel about mm-hmm. social media yeah. <laughs> um, she's so good on social media guys mm-hmm. we'll have to link her socials in the show notes too. yeah <laughs> and so um i'm part of a we call it our little east coast referral group mm-hmm. um and i'm it started during covid mm-hmm. when we were trying to figure out how do we take care of people a lot of people were moving from different markets mm-hmm. and so we started this little group out of 10 people to network mm-hmm. and refer for one another and then it turned into friendship Okay. So every year we're traveling now to a different location where mm-hmm. one of the offices is. 
and we just went to um, Salt Lake City, Utah. They asked us to come. They invited us to speak to them of what we have built. Mm -hmm. And what was so mind-blowing, we were in a room with the highest and most producing and biggest mm -hmm. people of England progress in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. So we have the connections. We have the networks, not only in the U.S., but mm -hmm. internationally. Mm -hmm. I've been to our Bahama office. I've been to our... Um, Playa de Carmen, Mexico office. Mm -hmm. I've been to our Athens office, New York. I mean, wherever wow. I go and travel, there is an office, mm -hmm. and I always go say hi and build mm -hmm. those relationships. So if you want to travel mm -hmm. or you want to relocate from Savannah to New York or mm -hmm. Seattle mm -hmm. or Athens, mm -hmm. wherever you want to go, chances are there is an office, and I have a connection somewhere. Yep. Amazing. So you can still contact Monica, and she yeah. can hook you up with wherever. Yeah. And when she says they're a high-end luxury brand, don't get it twisted. You don't have to be in that right. You can you can do. I would say every home. home is a mansion. Right there, you go. Exactly. Because exactly. I don't care if your budget is a hundred fifty thousand dollars. Granted that you know, might limit us a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you have an unlimited budget of multi-million dollars. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's still your home. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I personally, and I know, you know, our brand, that's what we stand for. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what your budget is and who you are. Right. You will get the same luxury treatment. Right. Like when I come to my listing presentations, I don't care if it's a, you know, $250,000 home or mm -hmm. a million dollar home. Mm -hmm. Our branding is the best. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just a little bragging here. But um, my listing presentation comes in a hardbound book, which comes in a gift box. Oh, my. I wow. Know. Nice. It is a white box nice. with the red and black on it, and it opens up, oh, and we beautiful. have our own magazine oh, in gosh. there. Wow. And, yeah, so it's, it's the experience, <laughs> it's and an experience. it's a certain standard that we just, you know, yeah. and I personally feel that everybody deserves to be treated that, that way. Absolutely. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I don't care if you're, and that's just like even your shopping experience, you know, you shouldn't get some kind of, you should get good treatment. I don't care if you're shopping in, you know, uh, whatever kind of a regular old clothing store, or if you're going to one of the designer brand stores, mm -hmm. you should be treated a certain way. Yeah. You should be treated period. nicely, period, wherever you go. Yes. So you know, if you so. are a listener and you're in Savannah, check out Engel and Volkers. We're going to, I have to wrap things up because we could talk all yeah, day really long. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on here, Monica. This is so, so helpful. We appreciate yes. it. Thank, thank, you. thank you so much for having me. Thanks. This is yeah. like hanging out with my girlfriends. That's, that's all we aim for. We yes. need to have another dinner and some <laughs> yes, drinks and yes, keep for talking. Sure, for sure. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Hear Home, the podcast. If you love this episode just as much as we have, please give us a five-star review on whatever streaming platform you're listening to right now. It really helps us continue to reach the audiences who are craving these conversations. We'll see you over on Instagram at We Are Hear Home in the meantime. And that's all for now. Bye.